0: Creep night, sure to send a chill down your spine. Welcome to Creep Night, in tonight's episode, we're going to meet a tall man in the mist. Every town has their own legend, but in our town, this one legend would prove more true than fiction! It was Halloween night, and my friend Michael and I decided we would go trick-or-treating in a neighborhood called Resurrection Point. We would then go to the cemetery called Resurrection Alley our parents had forbidden us from ever setting foot in this place because there was a legend of some sort something about people going missing and never being seen again on halloween night we could not help ourselves it was like setting a chocolate bar in front of a child and telling them not to eat it what did they think was going to happen we had reached the gate The gates had been very rusty and we could see that weeds and tall grass had taken over the cemetery. We stepped inside. It almost seemed like the air grew colder by each step we took. I pulled my jacket up tighter in hopes to keep the cold out, but it didn't. Michael and I walked to a tombstone under a knotted, twisted tree. This tomb had been all by itself, which I found odd. Because normally a tombstone buried very far from the other tombstones meant that this person might have done something extremely wicked when they were alive. I pushed the tall grass away from the tombstone to read what the name on the tombstone was. On this tombstone read, unknown and good riddance. I turned to Michael and asked, who do you think was buried here? Michael shrugged in replied, "I don't know." We moved on to the next tombstone, further down the cemetery, but the unknown tomb under that twisted tree stayed in the back of my mind. This tombstone had read: "Here lies Stephen, a hereric sheriff who saved the lives of thousands of townspeople. The year read. 1852 as we stopped away from Stephen's grave the fog began to grow heavy michael i think we should get out of here i told him in a nervous tone i think so too michael replied we began to make our way towards the entrance of the cemetery but the fog would not let up it kept getting foggier by the minute so much so that we couldn't see our way panic began to set as we tried to walk further, I began to hear weird noises coming from behind us, but with the fog being so heavy, I could not see anything behind us. I grabbed a hold of Michael and began to walk faster. We kept bumping into tombstones thanks to the heavy fog. There was a point where I had fallen down and had to pull myself up with Michael's arm. Michael's arm felt unusually cold. I thumbled for my phone as soon as I remembered I had it with me. I felt stupid for not realizing I had it in the first place. I first shined the light onto Michael, that is, when I noticed that the person I thought I was holding onto was not my friend Michael! I quickly let go of the person and began to scream for Michael. Michael, where are you? I did not get an answer. I backed away from the person in the mist as I continued to call out for Michael. As I began to run back to where we had last been, I heard a soft voice call out to me. Hey, over here. It was a whisper. Michael, is that you? I whispered back. The voice did not reply back. I began to walk carefully to where I heard the voice. Down here, the voice whispered. Michael, if this is you, it's not funny. I replied with annoyance in my tone. The voice did not reply back. I began to get scared as I debated to go where the voice had instructed me to do so. But I had no other alternatives. So I put my hand on something that felt like a rail going downstairs. I climbed down the stairway. Fog seemed to lift away when I got to the second step, and all I could see was darkness. I pulled my phone out of the pocket and turned on the flashlight. I was face to face with a teenage girl who I immediately recognized as the girl who had gone missing last halloween hey i've seen you before you're on that missing poster she put a finger close to her lips Shh, he will hear you she said in a soft tone who i asked confused the tall man in the mist she replied look i've come here with a friend have you seen him if he's out there then it's too late for him she replied i have to go find him can't just leave him out there with that thing out, roaming out. My tone of voice didn't seem to affect her. She just gazed into my eyes, with her white pale reflection shining onto mine. If you get out of here, it will be the end of you, she said. I don't care about that. I need to find my friend and get out of here. I said even more angrier than I'd ever been before. Don't you get it? Nobody leaves Resurrection Alley Cemetery, she said back at me. Well, we are, I told her. She shook her head. You won't make it. Yes, we will. And you can come with us, I told her. Once again, she shook her head. If you help me, if you help me find my friend, I promise you will get out of here. You have to try, I said to her. The girl looked up at me and said, I have tried, but I'm telling you, there is no way out. I glared at her with all my might and said, You're just going to give up? Is that it?" She nodded. I grew so angry that I grabbed her by her arm. She felt as cold as ice, but at this point I didn't care. I began to drag her out of the place that we had been hiding. No! No, I can't! She started shouting, but I continued to drag her outside. Help me! I demanded. She looked around. Nervously, I shouted out to Michael. I heard Michael calling my name from what seemed to be six yards away. I grabbed the girl by her arm again, and we began to run to where Michael was. When I reached Michael, he was out of breath. I have been looking for you everywhere, Michael said to me. I hugged my friend Michael and said, there's something weird going on in the cemetery. I ran into this girl who was hiding, I said as I pointed back at the girl behind me. Michael looked at me with confusion. What girl? I turned around and there was no girl. But she was with me a few minutes ago. I dragged her out here to help me find you. She was the girl in the newspaper. Last Halloween, she disappeared. She told me there was a tall man out there. I said in a panic voice, We better get out of here. We continued our walk to the entrance of the cemetery, but a tall man appeared in front of us. We stopped in our tracks. I turned to looked behind us to see where he could have come from. But the fog once again grew so heavy that there was nowhere else to run. The tall man's eyes glazed through the fog with his yellow, round eyes at us. As he inched his way towards us, I grabbed Michael and pulled us back. We have to get past him somehow, I whispered at Michael. How? There is no way to get past that thing, Michael replied. We have to try, I said with fear beginning to drain from my body. We began to run towards the tall man. As we ran right through the man, I could feel a thick gush of cold wind pass through me. Michael and I ran until we reached the gates to the cemetery. As we reached the bars, our hands went right through them. Wide-eyed, I glanced over at Michael with fear and shouted, What is happening? I don't know, Michael replied. The tall man appeared behind us. Let us out! I screamed. The tall man replied, I can't do that. Why not? Michael screamed back at him. As the tall man stepped closer, I tried to grab the bars of the gate again, but as before, my hands went right through them. Please let us out of here. I promise we will never step foot in here again. I screamed at the tall man. The tall man shook his head and replied, I cannot do that. Please, I shouted again, as Michael tried to grab the bars as, well, his hands went right through them too. Why can't we grab the bars, Michael replied. The tall man stood right in front of us and began to shake his head. Don't you see, he asked us. See what? We yelled at him. There's a reason why your hands pass through those baits. Every time you try to grab them, he replied. As he had said that, the girl that I had seen before and had later disappeared when I had tried to tell Michael, and I shouted, Hey, you! The girl looked at me with sad, sorrow eyes and said, I tried to tell you, but now that I know the tall man is not harmful, everything is going to be okay, she said with the calmness in her voice. I shook my head and shouted at her, No! Let us out of here! I'm afraid we can't do that, the tall man once again said to us. Why? I shouted, The reason your hands go through the bars every time you try is because you are where you need to be, the tall man replied in a calm tone. I turned to Michael, who began to fade into the mist. What is happening to me? Michael screamed. I looked in horror and shouted, What are you doing to him? The tall man glanced at me and replied, I'm not doing anything. Tell me what is going on! I yelled back. I will, if you will let me explain, without interrupting. He waited until I nodded at him to continue. The reason why I said you are where you need to be is because every year on Halloween, we let the dead out of these gates every year to experience the life they never got to experience, he calmly explained to me. I did not believe him, nor what I was hearing. I shouted at him, if that is true, then why do I not remember being dead? The reason you don't remember being dead is because we wipe your memory clean every Halloween so you can enjoy yourselves. To be honest, we were growing quite worried about you two for the fact that you'd been gone for way too long. It's getting close to midnight, and who knows what would have happened to you two if you would have stayed past midnight, the tall man answered me. I looked over at the almost transparent Michael, then began to look at the tall man and said, no, that can't be true. You're lying to us. The tall man grabbed some white dust out of his hands and blew it at me. Here, you will remember now," the tall man said to me. The white dust circled around me, and I could see all of my memories. So you mean that I actually am dead, I said in a sad tone. The tall man nodded. But why did you look so demonic-looking, I asked the tall man. The tall man let out a laugh. (laughs) Demonic? Yeah, out in the cemetery your eyes were bright yellow. Those weren't my eyes, child, they were my orbs searching for you to guide you back to your tombs." The tall Man led Michael and I back to our graves. We both looked at each other and laughed as we remembered that we were indeed dead. How could we forget that we were dead? I asked Michael. Michael smiled and replied, Well, we sure did outdo ourselves this year. I can't wait to see what happens next year. (laughs) We said our goodbyes and slowly stepped inside our tombs. Well, boys and girls, I sure hope we did learn that sometimes what seems false could actually be true. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Creep Night.